Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. Today we are talking all things round 14, captains, trade targets, answering your questions and having a frothy. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. Uh, joined as always by Luke Rogerson, who's already oh, he's got the gear going. Mate, he's already which, doing the old uh, on three, but go on two kind of thing. We're, we're true to four, mate. We're true to four. We just fuck it up every time. And even I, I actually said, like, Turbo, when you're ready to go, we weren't even on, we weren't even on screen. And then you, like, literally seconds after you said, I'm just unmuting us, so don't say anything. <laughs> and you've got the big Countdown, I've hit it on one. This is a shit show. But it's good to be back live. It I is. Must say. It feels like I ages missed the live last time. Well, that's it. That's it. I was here ready to go and you fucked us up and weren't here. So, um, oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's how I remember it too. I appreciate you showing up uh, this <laughs> afternoon. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's a different different thrill for uh, for going oh, live. And uh, Already the high horse talk. He clippity clopped in here. Here he comes. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually... Well, well, we'll get to our big boys later, but... I don't know if you've seen Luke, but there's a bit of pressure on me now as a well as mate. an official captain's picker. But it's uh it's got me feeling the pressure a little bit. Well, the thing about being on a high horse as well is that there's a long way to fall. Yeah, you and can fall off and hurt yourself. I reckon the Calvinator's looking to cut the knees out from your your horse and knock you right down. So it's uh it's good fun, but yeah. we'll see how it goes this we'll, week. We'll see how we goes. We'll see how we go. We uh, obviously it's it's it is a tough round. Round fourteen coming up. This is the beginning. Of the what end. we would call, yeah. <laughs> yes, the end for some potentially. Well, but I can only it is—it's uh, the hard buy rounds. We've had the easy buy rounds so far. It's been a cakewalk. So are these far. the are these the hard ones coming? Oh, up? these are hard ones. This is because I've been going alright, so I thought I was oh, just going to skate through okay. these buys. No, this is where we'll see some separation. I actually so I think sh- I should be sweet with my sixteen playing this week. Is that? Uh, I'd be... probably try to get some more. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I better have a buddy look at that. Have eh? a look. But yeah, looking at my team, actually, I think that this might be my buy round that I struggle in a little bit. I feel okay. like it's hard to go well across all of them. You kind of have to pick and choose. So humble, mate. It's, yeah, well, I, like, I've got a lot of lot of good players sitting on my bench right now um, that obviously won't be contributing. So remember, keep that in mind that try to view it as one big buy round. Yeah. Uh, but yes, this will be a bit tougher and... Continue to try and get those um, those three things we look at about like getting more than eighteen. Yeah. Try and upgrade your team, and um, yeah, like we said, look at it as one big kind of round. But I'm really going to be leaning on you this afternoon for this one, mate, because I haven't uh, done a great deal of research this week. I've oh, been something new, huh? I've been snowed under it. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> you prick! 
Mate, my team's on the up and up. Nah, stuff you. Um, I've been, I've been snowed under at work, mate. Us teachers, it's, yeah, it's yeah, marking yeah. time, it's assessment oh, time. Oh, no, no, fair, so, fair, fair, fair. You know, I haven't had a chance to scratch myself. So I'm going to play the role of the, the uneducated observer and you're just going to let me know what I need to do okay. this afternoon. All right, well, let's let's talk about the Thursday night teams first. So yep. just a few uh, little uh, things to, to note, but a few bullets I think that potentially coaches might have been hit with. Um, but first off, some good news. We've got some new rookies, some fresh meat that we can potentially trade into our teams. Um, Kai Lohman and Jasper Fletcher, both from the Brisbane Lions, are set to uh, play tonight. Kai Lohman, 209,000. Jasper Fletcher, I think, is 274, something like that. Um, I think of those guys, and we'll talk about our downgrade targets, uh, Lohman is definitely the one that interests yeah. me as the cheaper player and I also... Just... I think his role is the safer of the two with Fletcher, I think, replacing McCluggage with his concussion. I just hope that his scoring's not low, man. <laughs> so, oh, man. <laughs> that was a push. That was probably... I probably pushed for it's, that, didn't it was I? No, it was no nearly there. Yeah, it wasn't a layup. Yeah. Okay. But, no, I'm, I'll ease into it. Set, set the bar low and you can only do better from there. It's Man. all good. <laughs> Is that what you were? You, no, trying, to go, were you trying to steal my gear? Well, I can't just steal that, that crap gear that you just threw out there. That was good uh, But, yeah, obviously, Daniel Rich and Gunston, self-omitted, Luke. They, they walked into yeah. the, the office yeah. and went, yeah. hey, um, we're not good enough. Take yeah. us out, coach. I mean... And, uh, yeah, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. I, I valued their honesty... I think that's good. I did that at one point. I, I got, well, no, okay. I got dropped. Maybe this should be something you'd be admitting. <laughs> I, I got dropped. And then the next week, the coach said, oh, we, we're going to pick you. And I said, nah. No. But I think it was just passive aggressive from me. <laughs> you just it was like, yourself. no, I'll, I'll pick myself when yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play when I'm damn real ready. Uh, <laughs> fuck that up. All right. And obviously, McCluggage was concussed, but he is probably only going to be a one-week absence. So, hence my sort of... Uh, hesitancy to go for a Jasper Fletcher. Yep. Sydney um, also had uh, a debutant named Jack Buller. He was in the mid-season draft, I think yep. 15 or something like that from the memory. Um, yogurt. Yogurt. Buller yogurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buller ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you I, want to go with? I, I identify one. more with the ice cream. You know? okay. They've got some good ice cream. We'll do that then. All right, the, the, ice, the ice cream. cream. All right, let's go. Uh, so he's a, he's a key forward, kicked five goals, I think, in his in his first game. Key forward's um, tough, but isn't it? Yeah, it is that tough. That doesn't always 200K. translate. So, again, something that I'd probably rather watch. Uh, Buddy Franklin and Isaac Heaney are both injured. I think Buddy was just sort of like a sore knee or something like that. It he's was something that seemed a bit minor, so I don't know if he's going to be out long. So, that again, another reason for me to sort of hesitate on a Jack Buller. Ryan Clark omitted, just noting that for potential tags or anything yep. like that. They still have a row bottom who could potentially go to someone like a Lockie Neal, but Clark is no longer there, and Luke Parker is back. So, interesting to watch how that affects someone like a... Um, a Sheldrick who yes. got some CBAs yep. in the in the last game, and he's got to be the number one. Be. He's the number one trade in target in terms of downgrades this week. You'd have to think. Yeah, well, we yeah, we'll he talk about it later. Someone going to be talking about GWS omitted Jai Fay and Ryan Angwin. That could be some who? of the bullets. Jai Fay, Jai Josh, Josh Fay. Is it Fate? <laughs> Mate, you got me flustered. So sorry to fluster you, but. Um, Poor buddy Josh Fay. He just gets to a point now where his break even's coming yeah. down, and he looks like he's. He a looks potential. the best he's ever looked in the last game. And I even say, tweeted about it, and then have a rest uh, in the Scooby's. Yeah, like, see you later. he might be the sub again. Who knows? But yeah, uh, he's obviously someone that we might have been looking at, but reverse trade that one. Yeah. And Josh Kelly is back, which is an interesting time because he's coming back playing one game, and then he's got his buy around. Um, we'll sort of have a look and see if he's someone to target after the buys. Yep. And then a couple other little notes: Arthur Jones and Sam Sturt were omitted again. A couple of guys that. 
potentially you were relying on for green dots or in Sam Sturt's case, potentially a downgrade target. And then for North Melbourne, Hugh Greenwood and Jai Simkin return. Now, I've noted this one in there because when we talk about captains later and we talk about a Shield who has done some tagging jobs, I wonder if Greenwood and Simkin coming back maybe pushes him out of the midfield a little bit more onto that wing and reduces the threat of that tag a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think that that's probably the natural progression there. Um, it's game dependent as well, isn't it? Like I yeah. think that they've shown that they'll go to that midway through a game um, or they'll dro- they'll even drop it midway through a game depending on how it's going. And like if we're realistic, they're not looking to be a, a um, you know, top contending team. Yeah. So they might throw a few things around, I think. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that all shapes out. But those were the major things. Nothing too, you know, disastrous for us to deal with. But let's talk about some downgrade targets. So what, some of the, firstly, the cheapies. What do you think of last night's game, firstly? Um, well, obviously, it's it's a from a fantasy point of view, it's it's not good. It's not a good start to the week no, with a couple of popular stuff. players, Tom Stewart, Zach Butters going poorly. Rosie did all right, but it is just sort of, you know, you see a Tom Stewart, what do you get, 66 or something? Um, 66, 77 for Butters. So two scores that last week would have dropped off a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah. This week, we might not be as lucky. It's a little um, nerve-wracking. I feel so, like I'm, I'm getting used to having players score reasonable, you know, in the last couple of weeks, and then they come out and, and stink it up like that. So it's not ideal. But Tom Stewart would have to be very highly owned in the top 10,000, yeah, I'd imagine. A few people traded him in this week. So yeah. um, I think that, yeah, obviously, yeah. The, the good news is that I think both of them are pretty highly owned. So hopefully it's not going to ruin your round. Um, but it is obviously... Maybe a good reminder that this is not going to be like the last couple of rounds in terms of the abundance of high-scoring players and players that uh, scores might drop off. So we'll see. Beautiful. Let's talk some trade targets, eh? Trade targets. All right. So we've got a few more options this week, I feel like, and a few that have come off their buy. So they're going to be there for the rest of the... Well, your fingers crossed they're going to be there for this week and next week. Number one for me is Angus Sheldrick. Um, he's cheap, 213000 negative break-even. Yep. Dodgy-ish job security, but I'm thinking he could at least hold down the spot for a couple of weeks and obviously went and scored a 79 last week. So he has some scoring potential. We said before that Luke Parker is back into the mix, but Isaac Heaney is out and he was in the CBAs a lot last week. So potentially there's a bit of a you know net neutral kind of result there in terms of the CBA. So he still might get some decent mid-time. So I think that he is the number one trade target for downgrades and I think he is the most popular player traded in this week. Yeah, couldn't so agree more. Agree. Like you said, low break even. We got to have a bit of a look at him last um, last week, which is good. And uh, and yeah, he should be the, the key to unlock your upgrade hopefully this week for a lot of people. Yeah, so I think most people will be trading in him. Um, the next sort of four, three or four, I think are a bit of a toss of a coin. So number two, Matthew Johnson, which who was our number one last week. He's obviously gone up like 60K. Um, I think his break even is one. So still someone who's going to make a fair bit of cash, but now you're paying 400K for him. Devin Robinson is someone that I also really like with the outs for Brisbane. Um, he's also a natural well, scorer. Players as well. keep emitting themselves at Brisbane. That'll be great for yeah, it's uh, good, some good for our cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah, keep just as long as he doesn't omit himself, yeah. we should be fine. Uh, so I've got him at number three, and then at number four, I've got Windhager. So I am opting in most cases to go Robertson over Windhager yeah. to save that cash because I think Robertson has that more natural scoring ability. And I think with some of those other guys coming into Brisbane, he's kind of moved away from the edge of that team a bit more. Um, you worry a little bit with like a Zorko coming back in next week or the week after that he might be pushed out. But 
he still has a little bit of cash on his head, so even if he does, it's not the end of the world. You could still do something with him. Um, and then Windhager there, who is just a little bit more than Robinson, but he might get some midfield time, and um, if he's not tagging, I think we'll score decently. So I think those guys are all pretty close. And then my pick of the cheaper bunch outside of Sheldrick is Akai Lohman, as we yep. sort of mentioned before. I think the thing for me, he's not going to score very well, I don't think. But if Gunston's out for a decent chunk of time, which I think from what I can tell is the plan, he kind of just slots into that spot there. And I'm confident that he's at least going to be there the next couple of weeks. Well, that's the thing is, and you sort of mentioned it before, is when we're looking for these downgrade targets, we're really at this point in the season just looking at them for two, three weeks if we can you know, get all the upgrades we want to get to. Um, can I ask you this? Yep. So you're ordering theirs, you've got Sheldrick on top, you've got some more expensive guys and you've got Lohman. Yeah. If bringing in Sheldrick and the cheaper guy Lohman gets you to the upgrade that you want to get on your other end, are you, yeah. are you ticking that off rather than going to one of those more expensive downgrade targets? I think... I am because okay. I'm looking at doing something like that myself. It's only, it's only yeah. a short-term play, isn't it? It's it like- is only a short-term play. I think also, it, I'd want to make sure that the play you're getting is worth it. Um, if it's yep. the case of you picking between a Neil, an Anderson, or a Crouch, or whatever, like, I think they're all kind of in the mix. So yeah. I just probably if you know if you can go Crouch and you prefer an Anderson, I'd probably still go the better rookie. You just settle for Crouch. Yeah. But if, like for example, you wanted to get a Brayshaw and you needed and you wanted you had him above all those other guys, then I'd be trying to target him and then get the the cheaper guy. I'm also doing something that I'm I'm eyeing off next week. Okay. I want to have enough cash to make the upgrade that I've got next week, and to do that, I need to get the cheaper guy this week. Um, so I won't talk anyone out of trading in a Kai Loman if it gets you to where you want to go, because I think he should at least be there for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be where I have to go, unfortunately, with Fahey um, dropped. I was hoping yeah. Fahey might um, have decent job security, but not to be. Not, not to, to be. be. Well, at least he's there. He's around 12, got by player. So, Josh Fahey, he was uh, around 15. So, you've got an extra round through the bias to use him. That's All true. right. Upgrade targets. Upgrade targets. Now, I told you on the podcast on Monday, I would come to you with a definitive order of these premiums. Oh, so, okay. Put your money me, where your mouth is. For me, the number one target this week, if you don't have him, is Jack Sinclair. I think he is the guy that I'm most confident is going to be a top six or eight in his line. Um, I think he has a great run moving forward. He gets a bit of midfield time, a bit of defense time, and um, he's got a high ceiling. He's lowly-ish owned, although yeah. I think it will spike this week. Uh, so I've got him at number one, especially, obviously, if you're looking for a defender, he's my number one target. Then I've got the mids. Um, this is how I rank them. I've got number two or, or number one in terms of the midfield. I've got Noah Anderson okay. as the top target. I thought you'd, I thought you'd done the late switcheroo on that. Have you flip-flopped more than a catfish in a moon bouncer? Well, look, if I could do yeah. my plan, that I've, I, I'm more than likely going to be bringing in Brad Crouch this week, who's yeah. my number three, who's just That's behind Anderson. But I'm, I'm saving the 50K yeah. um, because of what I want to do next week. Okay, so... Uh, Noah Anderson, Brad Crouch, Lockie Neal, those three are all very close to me. Yep. I think if you have a strong opinion on either one of them, I'd be happy to tick off any of them. Uh, but just in terms of preference, if you you know it didn't change any of your plans or it doesn't change your trading targets, that's how I'd rank them. Noah Anderson, one. Brad Crouch, two. And Lockie Neal, three. For those three guys, give me who has the highest floor and then who has the highest ceiling of those three guys. I think... That Noah Anderson probably has 
the highest floor and the highest ceiling. Okay. I think Brad Crouch has probably got the lower floor and the higher ceiling than Neil, and Neil's kind of just in the middle there. Okay. Which is probably so why Neil's he's last. like, if we call Neil a safe. Yeah, he's like guy. a safe hundred without Whereas, doing too much more. Yeah, he definitely doesn't have the ceiling of the other two. Yeah, does he? I feel, so, I feel like Neil's and Anderson's floor is pretty similar. Yeah, uh, but Noah Anderson's got the higher ceiling. He costs a little bit more, uh, but I still think it's worth it. So let's entertain the question because there'll be people out there that are in different circumstances with their ranking and stuff. Does does your ranking and where your position ranking wise change who you trade in of those three midfielders? Uh potentially. Uh, I think do you, I think do they're you, all decent options. Yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be too much between them come season's end. But like, if if you're highly ranked and you think your team's in a pretty good position, then you you're not um, you know potentially looking to hit sixes as Calvin yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, has been yeah. saying. Um, you know, who well, would you? Who well, would if you we go just for? go off ownership, I think ownership would actually suggest that they're in the inverse order of the way I've got them because I think Noah Anderson will be the most unique. Then probably Brad Crouch, then Lockie Neal. I think okay. Lockie Neal will be the most popular and the most commonly owned. Yeah. So if you want safety, he's probably the guy to go. Yeah. But if you want to attack and, and try and get someone a bit more unique and, you know, potentially it carries a little bit more risk because he is unique, then Noah Anderson might be the guy for you in that instance. Yeah. So, th- like, um, think about those ownership percentages when you're, um, you know, and your ranking when you're looking to make your trade. Do you yeah. want to make the safe play, um, you know, or do you want to try and climb the ranks really quick? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, quick shout out to um, Mini Monk, and I'm assuming it's warning on the DT Talk uh, YouTube handle there. Why, why would you assume that? It's not Calvin behind the buttons there. It could be the Calvinator. You never know. <laughs> I know. Warney's a bit like you. He just he lives and breathes it. He's he's a. I was going to call you a nerd. You are a nerd. Oh actually. yeah, oh, yeah. You, you, oh yeah. You're I'll, tricking I'll everyone that. with this clean cut, fresh fade facade, but this guy is as nerdy as they come <laughs> when it comes to fantasy. He's yeah. just oh, all, all live numbers. And breathe it. Live and yeah. breathe it. Uh, and I think I uh, didn't mention this guy, but the last guy on this list here, I do have Caleb Sarong. He's just a little bit more expensive than all those other guys. And with the injury complaints yeah, and yeah. things like that, um, if I was to fit Brayshaw in here, he'd probably be maybe close with that group of Neil, Crouch, and Anderson, I probably would put him over Neil and behind Crouch, I would say. But again, it's a kind of a different price bracket. It is, yeah. Um, he's definitely a lock for the top eight, but again, a little bit more expensive. Now, I'm, exo- exo- I'm excited to talk about this next bloke because yes. you can never pronounce his name. So I'm gonna... oh, I was hoping I'd throw it over to you. And who are we no, talking about? you have the floor. Who are we, who are we chatting about now? Desire Wanganin Malira. I think you got it. Well done. good. Yes. Well done, mate. Let's go. It's a tough name. I think I heard someone. NWM. On, I heard someone on the pod pod um, struggle with it as well. So you're not alone, mate. Zayat speaking, speaking of the pod pod, um, I don't know if you've listened to it this week. Yeah, but I got a little shout out. Yeah, Thanks, boys. Yeah. Holmesy, the legend that is Holmesy, shouted out a statistic that you brought up. Yeah, so, well, uh, hey, it's, it's an honour to be shouted out by the fourth ranked coach from last week. Correct. He, he correct. And a two time so. top 10 finisher. So yeah, don't. So don't uh, very humbled there. Don't humbled sleep on Holmesy. If there's anyone to come back from where he's been and, and give it a real shake, it's Holmesy. Uh, so. Getting fourth ranks, round ranks, you'll uh, you'll do well there. But yes, yeah. Nazai Wengelin Miller. Um, I just got to slow it down. I think that's the key. Okay, is he an option for someone to bring in a round twelve by player? He's come off the back of I think three tons in his last four games. Um, had a big one twenty last week against a tough opponent in Sydney. Yep. Um, what do we think about him as a alternative for our defensive lines? Um. I guess it. What's he priced at? I guess it depends. Seven fifty-two, which I think from a pricing scale puts him at about eighty-nine. 
So let's say let's say he's a guy that you could get to when your two downgrades are maybe downgrade to a Sheldrick and downgrade to a Johnson, mm. and you can get to him. Then maybe that's not the worst play in the world. Or would you be saying go to Sheldrick and then go all the way down to Loman so that you can get to? I think a- in that instance, I, I I do prefer getting in a Sinclair. Um, and I think I, I think the only the only situation that I've played around with my team where I've gone okay, I can get this guy in is if I can do a one down, one up, and do my upgrade in two moves. Yeah. And then, say like a Will Day or a Sheasel or something like that, I okay. kind of sideways to a, a Wanganin Milera because I'm going to get more games out of him over the next couple of rounds. Okay. That's the only scenario that I'm I'm like happy with him being as a part, part of my squad because I just feel like it's not that much more to get in the Sinclair, who I feel like is a top six. Yeah, so would it be fair... Like it's fair to say that at this point in the season, where we're not so much hunting for value and we're looking to get top six guys, like yeah. we're looking to trade in top six. Value guys. is less important, and but but the other thing is here. Like if I just look at his scores, his floor scores are also very scary. He's had a, he's had a few big games, some one twenty fives, one eighteen last week, but um, he's had two scores in the fifties: fifty three against Adelaide, fifty five against Carlton. He's had a sixty six against Collingwood, and at the start of the year, he went three sub eighties in a row. So, yeah. he does have a, an ability to score a poor, you know, uh, number on your head. And I just yeah. think that at this stage of the season, you you want to avoid those guys that have that really low floor, despite his. Um, you know, he's got a decent ceiling and he's got a decent run. I just think that he's not quite the guy at this stage of the season, that I would be targeting if it's like an upgrade. If it's a sideways just to get more numbers in my buys, then fine if I can also do an upgrade. You don't want to... But if I leave this round just as uh, just with him as my upgrade, I, I don't feel too great about it. You don't want to be doing too much sidewaysing, but either do you just to get the numbers. No, no but I, like there are scenarios out there where I think, <clears throat> yeah, that might be the play if you can still do the upgrade. You're not sidewaysing just for the sake of it, okay. but if you can do that, as like just this third trade. Because I, I had a scenario this week where I sort of could do my two trades, but I just didn't really know what my third one was. So and he was in one of those grab. plans. But yeah, um, otherwise I'm not a huge fan of it personally. So then do these guys that are um, that we've listed here as mid-prices today somewhat fit into that category? So we've got Nat Fife um, and then Himmelberg and Taron Thomas. Do they fit into that category of being... Yeah, I put these guys in here because they are very interesting names. Obviously, the old... Um, you know, and the proven method, I think, is to still be trading in guys who have had their buys already. Yep. So Himmelberg and Thomas. Uh, Himmelberg is a guy that I'm more interested in than, than a Taron Thomas. I don't really think we should be targeting him at this stage. But he Himmelberg could, yeah. is a guy that is just dirt cheap for what he could be doing. He's potentially 30 points underpriced. Um, and if you're going like a Will Day down to him, banking 200K, you're getting, you're getting the same amount of games played, but yep. you're getting that money there that you could potentially use next week. But I still think that you go for the guy who is going to have two games over the next couple of weeks. So Himmelberg's played in that defensive role for the last two weeks, am I right in saying? Mm. And he's popped two 80s. Do you, do you uh, think... A 90 and an 80, I think. Yeah. Okay, so do you think that he has the potential to do what he did last year? Or do you I think, think it's less likely. Just... I think the potential's still there, but it's less likely with the different coach... There's a few other names running through the back line. I mean, regardless of that, you know, it should if be about pops, a ninety guy. If he does ninety, he's still value, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I can see he's that. He's priced at five thirty. Like he's he's dirt cheap. So we'll have to see what he does this week, and then he could be a potential trade target. But Nat five, I still I don't mind. I don't love it because I think I, I disagree on that one. Nat, like Nat you're five, off it. I, I'm not on it. I'm not on it. That's for sure. Like yeah. so, I think he had six, seven tackles to get to his eighty odd. 
this week. We know that you know the highest score he's done in the last two three years when he's actually. I mean, been it was a wet weather game. Like, could he get a few more marks? But then maybe he doesn't get the tackles. Yeah, because the ball's in motion. So I mean, he's four fifty. He's cheap, but I just think you're hiding behind a name there. Well, I think fair enough. You know, I mean, but... I I think I agree. In most situations, you're going for the the cheaper rookies that are going to be quicker, faster cash. Like I'd go to I Matthew so. Johnson before I'd go to five personally because yeah. I think the cash you're going to get is going to be faster and you can quickly turn him into something else later after the buys. Yeah, and there's potentially you might even outscore him. So and Taron Thomas, I mean, he could violate his parole at any point. <laughs> yeah, I, I just threw him in there because I've heard Don't. his name kind of get thrown around in a few different uh, discussions this week, but I'm not too keen either. All right. Let's uh, start. Time, time for me to get up on my ho- oh, high horse here. Please jump up on your high horse, mate. <laughs> Let's talk big boys. Clippity clop. I'll, I'll make the sound. Views pretty good from up here on uh, on my high horse. Feeling pretty high and mighty. No, no. In all seriousness, here. Um, in all seriousness, this bloke <laughs> cocky as they come. Luke, have you, have you seen the stats on Twitter? I'm the fucking best. Well, okay. First of all, a shout out, a shout out to Aaron Delaporte, who obviously he's written Alan's name, Aaron's ha- funny name. Daddy. I didn't know how to spell it. I had to pronounce it right. But Aaron's just been favourited. Uh, yeah, apparently, apparently the ball boys, the big boys, are going all right at the moment. Um, look, I know better than most people that things can change very quickly. Um, I infamously. Captain Callum Mills last year. It cost me a real hat uh, for, I think he scored 54 instead of a Rory Laird who went on to score, I think, 130 or 140 that game. But, um, look, it's we'll see how we go. I think from the, the stat so far is my captain's averaging 123 if you take the VC over 110. If not, you roll into my next best. So What's, what's Taranto averaging by himself? 123. Okay. So we're, we're neck and neck. So we're, like, we're, we're tied. Yeah. I think my number one is averaging 110, which I, I would like to see that improve, but um, that's why we've got VCs and Cs. So here we go. Number one ranked player. Um, it's, look, oh, I tried to... The low-hanging fruit. I tried, fruit, <laughs> I tried to go something different, but you can't walk away from Tim Taranto versus St. Kilda... Oh, um, revolutionary, mate. Revolutionary. <laughs> There's a little bit of concern. You see what Warney said in the comments. <laughs> I actually thought about buying a little T-shirt, no, but I'll, it wouldn't I'll get buy, quick enough. What's it, what's it cost, Warney? I'll buy him a T-shirt, mate. Actually, yeah, let's get it. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it over I'll next buy week. Him a, if you've got multiple colours, I'll buy him Is, multiple that, shirts. That, that sounds like a like a curse or a mods for me this week, though. But I'm going Tim Taranto, number one. There's a small flag about a Windhager tag, but... And I'll, I will give a shout-out to Callum here. Uh, <laughs> Calvin here. I liked, I liked what <laughs> the he The arrogance. Was... Can't even say his name properly. <laughs> Just, are you seeing this, Calvinator? This is not... Good. I've got another co-host called Callum. Give me a break. Um, oh. He's... Oh, sorry, now his, I'm being replaced as well. His VC talk about um, Tim Taranto, I really do like because that's where I'm looking at going this week. I think a very popular move this week will be going Dunkley into Tim Taranto. And on the off chance that Dunkley can't quite get it done against a tough matchup in Sydney, Tim Taranto does get tagged. You'll have a backup option. So... I do like the idea of doing a VC option on a Tim Taranto if you can go into... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of the big guys later in the round. Dunkley at the Gabba, I think. Yes. And did I read some ridiculous stat that Dunkley's been averaging like five points more than Toronto over the last... I think they've been averaging the same amount since round eight is the stat that I saw, but I'm not sure about anything more recently than that. But <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't we'll know. See. Okay, so you're going... You're so going... Timmy Taranto is my number one. Gotcha. My number two is Marcus Bontempelli versus North Melbourne. Now, like yep, I said... Sean in the comments is keen on the Bont. Yeah, Bont. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I think the Bont versus North Melbourne is a, is a juicy, juicy matchup. There is, this, again, another slight flag. It's... I will say this as well. This is probably the hardest week that I've had to pick the captains. Um, just because, well, first of all, there's six teams I've on their bye. I've almost spat my beer out here. We, we've, got, we've got fewer teams to choose from. No, I agree we with you. We also it's just, don't have... It's just um, really coincidental, yeah, the timing. There's no Hawthorne. <laughs> there's no... Um, there's no West Coast. There's no easy West Coast matchup or anything yeah, like but that. Yeah, these, these so, guys are the bloody bye. Um, you know, Adelaide. The Adelaide boys aren't there, so... Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we don't have as many options, but anyway, I'm going Bonds number two. I've got Calvin's man, Rowan Marshall, here at number three. Unfortunately, they do play the same game as Tim Taranto, so I am going Timmy over Rowan Marshall. But if you want it to be different, I don't mind the Rowan Marshall call. I've got Dunkley at four, so he comes in there. So if you don't have the Bonds, for example, then that would be where you go, the Dunkley VC into a Taranto. Yeah. Many people would have those two. At number five, I have Tim English. He's coming off a stinker, 60, 76 points last week, but I wouldn't count him out going another big 130-plus score this week despite against a North. tough matchup against North. Um, <laughs> oh, the Rucks, Is mate. it actually yeah, a tough Rucks, matchup? They're, they're one of the hardest Sorry, I, Ruck I shouldn't yeah, scoff. Yeah, yeah. I, I scoffed at North. How are they one of the hardest Ruck they matchups? They are tied hardest matchup in the league for Rucks, tied that's, with Hawthorne. So. That's ridiculous. Yeah, big goal. Tied with Hawthorne. Still getting it done. So, But I still think that Tim English is just a different beast. Go figure. So those were, those are my top five. Hoi, Bales has joined us. I hey, think, Bales. Uh, I think those are hey, pretty Bales. good ones. Hey, Bales. Get it? <laughs> I do get it. I didn't even get it. Yeah. And I said it. Mate, you're warming up. You're warming up. See if we can get a good joke uh, uh, soon. Uh, here we go. I'll open my second beer. Uh, number Actually, six. Number I six, we got Brayshaw. Tough. Number seven, Tom Green. Eight, Noah Anderson. Nine, Zach Butters. And ten, Brad Cratch. I don't really love my bottom six through ten there. Um, they're well, all actually not the best matchups for all these guys. Maybe Tom Green versus Frio, but... Well, it's I brought into question last week. Last week we brought into question why why is the list ten? Why do you get ten? Well, oh, because not everyone it? has all the guys in the top five. Not every, I mean, yes. Yeah, when do. I when like, I throw in Dunkley and and uh, sure. Tim Taranto in there, yes. Sure but at the start do. of the season, not everyone had all those guys. So. I thought it was just to get more options, but okay. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, it, I guess maybe we'll cut it down to five second half of the season. I think when we've we all should, got good players. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we should make it a bit harder on you. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right, well, let's move on to. Well, it's five o'clock now, so um, are, you, are you? So are you backing me in? Have you, you've got a bond, right? Well, this is what I was going to say. Do you think I should go for the first week of the year against the Ball Boys and go Dunkley tonight? Wow, are you siding with the Calvinator? Well, is Calvinator suggesting Dunk into Toronto? Is that what uh, I think he was. Yeah, Dunk into Marshall. I think it was his thing, or okay. or Toronto. I think he had Bond high too. So okay. We're not we're not that different. It'll be a game time decision. A game time decision. Okay. But you'll have to make that decision tonight because obviously yeah. the Lions will play tonight and uh we'll get that 
score in there. Let's look at the Friday night or the Sunday teams. I think we're watching a few of those Suns. It looks like all of the guys we're worried about in terms of um, the Rat, he's held his spot. Um, who, Bailey Humphrey's in there as well. So no Suns out, which is a good thing. Nothing really relevant on the Carlton side. I can't see. Miller Bergman omitted. That might hit a couple people who were maybe didn't, hoping Didn't he get like an 11 last week or something? Yeah, I think he's probably an easy trade out. That's rough. And Aaron Hall omitted as well. Ooh. So could that be good for the Zeebel and uh, Sheasel holders? That's interesting. You're, you're a Sheasel holder at this point, I'm a Sheasel holder. I did trade out Zeebel okay. last week. I think that... I think Ooh. that's a juicy little bit of news yeah. there. Against the Bulldogs as well, under the roof at Marvel on 440 Ooh. on a Sunday. That could be that's, that could be something. That's actually, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. That could uh, maybe make a few regret that decision, but we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, Aaron Hall omitted. Yeah. I could be one of those re- regretful people. We will see. We will see. That will... Uh, so, yeah. What is what he said here? Announce it before Calvin next week, you coward. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Correct. I've got a live show. Hold on. They've got a live show? I'll take you on and I'll do it before next week. After, after all the talk, actually, when uh, I think it was early in the week, I, I started getting on my... You should do. I like started a- getting onto my cal- my captain's research around earlier. It was still going. The lock hadn't even lifted. And I started my captain research. So you know, we I'm should, feeling the pressure. We should try and get our tech situation sorted and get the Calvinator on for the live show. It's time for a couple of beers. Oh yeah, yeah. I reckon he'd be up oh, for yeah, a couple I'm of always beers down for for the friends of the show to jump on here yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and talk captains. But let's uh, let's move on to this segment now. You got to tell me, Matt, I was having a sip of my beer and I couldn't get the graphic up, the oh, spicy take. Sorry, man. With okay. me, have you noticed me and the chili there? I've yeah, got, yeah. got my glasses fuego. on. All right. And just quietly, I nailed my spicy take last week. Oh, remind me, what was it? Uh, I said that oh, no, yeah. oh, okay. no Gold <laughs> Hold Coast on. or Geelong players would score over 80. And I was correct. So, thank you. I appreciate the clap. It's well deserved. I, I, I nearly nailed mine. It was Errol Goulden... Goes sub 80. I think he went 83. You said he was going to get tagged, but and he wasn't tagged. He wasn't tagged, but he still sucked. So, you know, we're both on fire with our spicy takes. What are you What are you suggesting well, might happen this week spicily? Well, I had this spicy take set before last night's game, and I had it at a different score, but I've readjusted it so it's still spicy. But the, I think that after this round, 1,800 will look like a pretty bloody good score and compared to the last couple of weeks. So last week I scored a 2,100, so 300 less. For the same amount of players you reckon playing, 1800? I reckon eighteen hundred will look like a decent score this week. With the um, well, firstly, we've already started with a couple of dud scores. Mate. Plus, I think uh, there's a lot of good premiums out on their buy as well. I think captains might be a bit tougher this week as well. So, I think eighteen hundred might be uh, almost par this week. Sucks. That's my hot take. Sucks to be you, mate. I um, <laughs> I'm going to be scoring twenty one hundred this week. I've I've planned so. Alrighty, big boy. Um, yes, correct. I will be using the big boys to get there. Uh, so yeah, that's just not going to happen, mate. All Maybe right. for you. Maybe What's for your hot take? The, the plebs over at Mitchman, not at the Oxlongs. I haven't changed the name back. I need to change the name back to the Oxlongs. Yeah, yeah, mate. You're up and about. My spicy take is this evening up in up in Bris Vegas because yeah. he knows that you're up here. Errol's just going to waltz into the gabattoir and he's going to pop a little 150. He's Conor McGregor it in. And by the end of the night, 
Mitch will be crying into his beers. Oh. There's my tip. Traded him out. The arrogant move of trading him out, and Errol's just going to come Arrogant move. You, you're jumping oh, on honestly. that bandwagon, aren't you? You're <laughs> I'm, jumping on I'm that with bandwagon. you guys going to comment this, Ricky. He's so arrogant. You're just no, one of the people, are you? No. Oh, better than people. Sorry. <laughs> no, I would never abandon my, my ball boy brother, mate. No, nah, look, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes out and makes me regret that decision. But, I mean, 150, that is spicy uh, on that wing with Luke Parker coming back. Mate, he's just going to... Yeah, on a, on a small ground too. On a small go. ground, yeah. Maybe this was far too spicy. No, no, no. I like it. you gotta, yeah, got to put your it. money where your mouth is. Let's so that's a, that's a good take. I will. Uh, we, I loved it last time we had a... Uh... <laughs> Poor Bale. Sorry, Bales. We will, we'll get you back on the show with the... I'll hang around this time to sort out yeah. any any tech difficulties. Yeah, um, when it's not when it's just me, that that stuff. The old you guys did the old mime head. show last time. <laughs> yeah, it didn't didn't work out so good. Uh, but yeah, throw guys your hot takes down in the comments uh, below if you have any there. Uh, well, thank you very much, Bales. After thank we you, Bales. Uh, couldn't have you on. Thanks uh, for the yeah. donation there. <laughs> Couldn't have Bales on and he's given us $5. Thank you, Bales. Much well, thank appreciated. You, mate. Uh, yeah. But yeah, drop your hot takes and drop your questions, guys. We'll get to our questions in a little bit here. But um, just before we do, we'll mm. just preview. What are, what are you looking at this week in terms of your trades and, uh, okay. and your moves and your strategies moving into this round and then round 15? All right, so my intention this week was um, Sheldrick was a, a must get in. Yep. And uh, I was sort of... Who I traded out kind of depended on where I could go. So I was looking at maybe trading out Alwyn Davey um, for him. And then the other guy that had a little bit of cash on his head, I think it was Noah Long, who um, unfortunately, due to his shit score last week, didn't have enough cash on his head. Yeah. And then I was hoping to go down oh, to what, maybe... He scored, he scored the 11, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah, did. yeah, yeah. I was hoping to go down to um, to like a Fahey. Yeah. Um, and then that would get me... Uh, who is it? Weddle up to Sinclair in the back yeah. line. Okay. Uh, so I still think I'm going to go there, but instead of Fahey, it might have to be a Loman. So Sinclair in a couple of three rookies out. Yeah, that's the plan. Hey, trades. so I mean, I think it's I think it's kind of straight batting it, and that's been um, working for me for the last little bit. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, cool. I'm looking at uh, trading out Jacob Van Ruin for Sheldrick. I'm also trading out Campbell Chesser, who I didn't really want to do, but I had this kind of third trade left over that I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. I've done a few calculations, and there's a player that I want to target in next week, and I need a fair bit of cash to do so. It's Clayton Oliver. And uh, Ben Hobbs is the guy who's also making his way for Brad Crouch for me. Um, wanted to get no Anderson, but yeah, like you said, and you've you know put me out there and, <laughs> and ruined was my it plans. A big, it wasn't a big secret. We don't keep secrets Mate, on this show. I'm up in the top 1,000. I need to be a bit secretive oh, now. You're not, not playing that game, mate. There's, guys, sorry. I'll keep telling the truth. Mitch has Mitch Mitch decided. Try that whole deceptive thing that I hear that people do. And it, and well, it you're actually... Well. You're, <laughs> you're actually a good coach now, but you're like... You're ranked in the... Yeah, right. well, I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn, but, you know. And it might not be a fluke. I mean, there's a 124 hat sitting up well, there. Well, okay, so. okay, hold on. Let, let's, I'm, I feel like I feel like people may not get the sarcasm and and, the, and actually think that I am an arrogant prick. But nah, yeah. he's, he's not, Mitch. I'm, I'm trying to keep my head down. And, and keep, keep the going. irony of it is if people actually knew us, they'd know that I'm the more arrogant of the two of us. <laughs> I'm as arrogant yeah, as they you come. it up. All right, let's get to some of these questions over here Absolutely. in the comments. Uh, who have we got? Oh, uh, first, a couple of hot takes. Sicily gets off and scores a 170. Sicily next gets week. off. Oh, wow. you got to go and uh, do, that, that, do that yourself, Paul. You're going to go get him off. That's not football related. You can't, yeah. can't be part of the spicy oh, take. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Neil outscores dunks and goes 130 plus. Ooh. I don't mind the sound of that. That sounds yeah, pretty be, good. I'd be happy with that. Do, yeah. you, do you reckon he gets tagged tonight? Lockie Neil, that is. 
I don't, I don't um, feel like they do. Tag no, him. I don't think so. I feel like Sydney haven't been tagging all that much. No, I don't think so. I think Lockie yeah. Neal goes. But I, I don't think, if I was a betting man, I don't think he's going to go 30 plus, but I would certainly welcome that, Luke. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fake modesty. Fake modesty. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've picked you it. you got me, mate. You've absolutely picked it. Okay, let's answer some questions. Hey, get your questions in the comments. We'll scroll up a little bit and have a little squizzy. Uh, what do we got off the top? All right. Thoughts on Loman and Buller can't split them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Loman simply because I think yep. he's in the team longer because of the Gunston. I think he, he comes in and fills that role. The ice cream's a, a key forward, you said, as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's a key forward. That's I think, tough. Um, That's coming into an AFL side being a key forward. It's not guaranteed points. Yeah. Even if, you know, in the twos, you, you might... He played one game. I think he scored 120. 10 fantasy points, but he kicked five goals to do it. And this, I don't know if he's going to come in and kick five goals. I don't think so. And the, the thing about, you know, any of those um, state league competitions around around Australia is you can be coming into a state league game and you can be playing on a, a genuinely like a 17 or 18-year-old that's having their first game against men. Yeah. When you come into the AFL, it's no, uh, you don't get to try before you buy. Like yeah, you're in there right. against one of the yeah. best defenders. So um, for those key forwards, they're kind of tough fantasy-wise. Yeah, and I think, you know, and you're playing Brisbane with the Gabba, it's, it's not going to come easy for your first game. So so we're going Loman. We both agree uh, on that. I think I'm going Loman. Um, look, it could look stupid, but I think that's that's what I'm going for there. Yep, yep, for sure. Uh, take the punt on Drury to Buller. That's a tough one because Drury's one of those guys who just... if You're not making any cash from that. Drury's like... You're making 34K. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. that's, so I'm doing something similar with a Campbell Chesser down. If, it, it does make me a bit more. It makes me like 70... 4K. So is this if you have a trade left over once you get your upgrade, you tick yeah. off this kind of move where you're going I'd to... i tick it off. I would just make sure, like, and the reason I'm doing a Campbell Chester to him, it doesn't make me a whole lot of money, but the money that it does make me, based on what I'm expecting people to score and a few little calculations and things like that, I think it will be the difference between getting, like, a Clary Oliver next week and yep. not getting him. Um so if if that twenty four k is or thirty four k or whatever it is is the difference you doing the moves next week you want to you're at least getting a, a player in although there's every chance that Buller is dropped next week so in most scenarios I think it's not the play I think there's probably something better you can do with your trades even if it's sideways in a premium that's got his buy this week or buy next week and getting someone who's already had their buy yeah then you're at least getting more points on the field I think that's in most cases the better play. Um, than doing like these little red dot rookie shuffles when you're not making any cash. I think a point you made um, in there as well that's important is looking forward to next week. I know a lot of people out there will already be doing that, but it's it's worth noting that yeah, yeah, um, yeah. try to have a look a couple of weeks ahead because there's nothing worse than you make your trades, you feel like you're happy with them, and then next week you think, oh, if I'd only just made yeah, yeah, this 100%. trade instead of this trade, I could get the guy that I wanted. So even if you're looking a couple of weeks Especially ahead. Especially when we've got a lot of good players coming off their round 14 buy. I think, I think we've exhausted a lot of the round 12 guys um, already. So yeah. there's, a, there's a fresh batch of round 14 guys next week that you might be keen to pounce on. Definitely. Thanks to, uh, is it Clooney here? It said he's at work but can't miss the pod. So much appreciated, mate. Thanks for hey, tuning in even at work. Hopefully so we don't get you in trouble, mate, but thanks for joining us. Getting paid to watch YouTube videos. <laughs> that's, that's the dream. That's Living the, the dream. dream. Uh, Someone else is at work. Alex is also at work trying to pretend that he's actually working. Helping productivity Australia-wide, the ball boys. Yeah, man, it's, not, it's not good stuff, hey. Teachers would never do that. But no, teachers, no, no, upstanding no, no. citizens of society. Uh, how about this one, Mitch? Is it okay to do chincotta to the ice cream and then do the semen, sorry, Seamus to Sinclair? Uh, Seamus to Sinclair, chincotta to Buller. Um, I think, yep, that's fine. Um, again, 
or should I do Angwin to Buller and Seamus to Hayden Young? I'd rather get Sinclair. I think I think mm. it's fine to don't get Hayden Young. Yeah, Ugh. don't get don't get Hayden Young. I think Sinclair is going to be that guy who's going to be more top six. And I think that if you're getting rid of a better rookie to do it, I think it's fine. Shinkota can go. I traded him last week, um, despite him playing. The only caveat I'd say there is if you've got only eighteen or nineteen playing, then maybe you get rid of the guy who's not playing. Um, but if you've got sort of twenty nineteen twenty, I think then that's fine. A couple of people cringing at our jokes, apparently. Oh, yeah. Even okay. even Mini Monk was uh, cringing. Mini Monk, I think, has the record for the all-time joke on our podcast. Yeah, I think was, one of my favourites. Yeah. The, the Baz Smith. Oh, yeah. If, if you're still pre-season. listening along, Mini Monk, the pre-season episode where you jumped on with us and hit that little dad joke there. On the was, nose, um, I think it was. Yeah. That yes. Was, that was a good gag. It was good. I quite liked it. I quite liked it. Okay, we've got some, uh, some new comments coming in here. Oh, I reckon Neil cops it in the bottom. No, sorry, cops what? the row bottom tag. Oh, I need to get my glasses. Hey, yeah, I geez, can't yeah, read that. Cops it at the bottom, wow. So do you reckon Neil cops the row bottom tag? What do you think? I mean, if they are going to tag, it will be Neil, right? Um, I just, I just, Sydney haven't been tagging, really. It just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. At least, feel like at least it. like a hard tag, these like, he might, might run with him at stoppages, but yeah. It might be one of those things that if he gets off the chain early, they, then they go to him. But I don't, I'm not sure if they they go into the game just going, yeah, we're going to lock, uh, you know, Neil down. Yeah. Because you know, Brisbane Lions' whole thing this year is they want to be not just reliant on locking Neil, with some of the other midfielders. So Agreed. I think um, I don't know. I could be wrong. Flip of a coin, I reckon. But it is. I, I do have Neil down a little bit on my list there, um, just because I think that the other guys have better matchups and are a bit cheaper. In Crouch and some of those other guys. Another question here that uh, I think warrants some discussion is it's the question is Sinclair or Neil, but I wanted to kind of have a bit of discussion about how do you choose where to make your upgrade each week? Is there is there some thinking that you do in that regard? Um, or is um, it just where you can get the best player? I think, um, well, if I was to put it to you this way, who averages more the rest of the season? I think Neil... They're so close. It's probably more likely to average more than Sinclair, but it might not be by much. Do you know what I mean? So then we fall back onto like the the matchups this week. Sinclair's got Richmond. Neil's got Sydney. So that's a point in Sinclair's favor. Yeah. And then Sinclair is probably more likely to be the guy that you're not going to need to trade later. There is a chance that Neil's going to be a guy that you have to trade. Later, because he's not well, that's, best that, eight in his in his position. So, so you think that Sinclair is closer to being top of his top yeah. in his line than Neil yeah. is? Okay. I, th- I think he's closer to the best in his line. So yeah. that's why I favour a Sinclair. Plus, he's got a good matchup. Um, he's actually cheaper than a Lockie Neil. Yeah. So, uh, in terms of values, what about buy? What about your buy structure? What if you? I mean, they're both round twelve. No, just oh, in terms of positionally defenders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think about that too much. I okay. guess as long as as long as you're able to put all your players on the field and it's not leaving like a guy on your bench that's locked yeah. out because you've got eight midfielders or six defenders and then maybe you might look at the mid or the defender. But a lot okay. of us have DPP that you can kind of switch around and, and fix it up anyway. But I think that's just sort of the logic that goes through my mind when I'm deciding between different positions and, and things like that. Or if it's about trading out a different player. So, so you're trading out a worse defender... Oh, in order for, to get for, there. You know, yeah, that might also be something you, you consider okay. uh, if that's what you have to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's have a look at this one here. Oh, Mini Monk is still listening. Uh, thank you. Do I trade Day uh, Warple? I 
I genuinely can't see how. I need to see Claire Crouch and Sheldrick. I can't start wearing glasses on the podcast, but I can't see the screen. eh? So Will Day, Warpool, and Van Ruin to Sinclair Crouch and Sheldrick, or Mitchell, Warpool, Rue to Sinclair, Fife, and Sheldrick. So in that first example, you've got Will Day going out and Warpool versus... Is that Mitchell as in Tom Mitchell? I wouldn't be trading Tom Mitchell. Hang on, Ian. Um, Or is that Seamus Mitchell? That'd be Seamus. It'd have to be Seamus, wouldn't it? Okay, I'm going to assume that Seamus Mitchell um, for Sinclair, Five and Sheldrick. I think you could... Oh, that's a tough one. I think I'd be trading out... What would you do? I, I, I'm, I'm having trouble splitting this one. I think maybe... Oh, what would I do it. in this situation? Yeah. Well, I'd ask you. So, what would you do? That's <laughs> <laughs> how I make my trades every week. Mitch, what should I do this week? So, you're going from Will Day, who's maybe like a 90 to 95 kind of guy, to a Sinclair, who's maybe 95 to 100. So, yeah. you may be making five points there. Yeah. Um, Warple to Crouch is probably a good 20, 15, 20 points upgrade there. Yeah. So, I'd probably, go, I'd probably go that one. I'd probably go... Getting Crouch and Sinclair. Me too. <laughs> Just what I was thinking. <laughs> no, I didn't even read the question. I told you I can't I read know. the Go question. with your gut. If your gut says something different, I would go with that one. was a close one, I reckon. Okay, let's... Um, oh, are, are all fantasy podcasters teachers? It seems that way. It seems... Just the good ones. It's the good teachers or the good podcasters? The good podcasters. Oh, I'm giving right. you a compliment Are you a, are you a no, teacher? No, no, no. Oh, no, you're the good podcaster here, you, mate. Thank I appreciate yeah, that. I'm just the nerd. Now, this... Yes, correct. Um, <laughs> this question here, let's talk about it more broadly. So, this person here says, can I trade Will Day and Ben Hobbs to get Crouch and Sinclair? So, I know you've talked about potentially trading one, you know, potentially like one of those guys mm. of like a Will Day or something. But if you're, if you're trading sort of both of those guys to get to a double upgrade, but one yeah, is I only think like that's a fine. half upgrade. So like I'm doing, I'm doing a Hobbs to Crouch this week, and I view yeah. that as an upgrade. Um, okay. uh, uh, Will Day to a Sinclair is an upgrade. It's a small upgrade. Yeah, it's maybe like a five point upgrade. So that seems the like one, a luxury season. Upgrade. Yeah, that's like know. the one that I'm not. I mean, and you are getting a, an extra week, so I do think it's it's it improves your side. Yeah, it's just is there something that you can do that's that's a better improvement. But I do okay. think that is an upgrade. And if you can do both, I, I take it off. So I, I don't mind it. Okay. A couple more questions. Uh, and then we'll let you guys have a look at your teams. Uh, in a word, Fife or Windhager? Uh, Windhager. Save the cash. Windhager, me too. And then let's just quickly discuss Jack Steele because we haven't spoken about him. And I know he's been a guy uh, that people are thinking about. I can't do it. Well, not this week. This is This is... Yeah, the interesting thing is because we've been saying for the last couple of weeks, like Jack Steele at that price, it's like yeah. this he fits the definition of a, a yeah. trading target that's dropped in value, but there's just such narrative around these injuries and the stuff he's been carrying. And well, it's finally come out publicly on Twitter and been reported that he is dealing he with is. A, a knee and, injury. And, and then in, like to add to that inconsistency in his scoring on the weekend, like he puts up a 65-ish point second half, but yeah. a... 20, 30 point yeah. first half. So like where where does that leave you? So it's like, it's not something you're doing right now, but the, the good thing about it is that you, you know, if he comes good, he's at a price where you might be able to yeah. still get involved. Yeah, even if he goes big, you're not going to miss something and you're going to miss a value option. He'll be there. Um, I would wait to see something before jumping on. And I think that 
we've already seen in the past, like they're happy to sort of sub him off at three quarter time if the game's under wraps and sort yeah. of just manage him through. Um, yeah, it just it just makes me nervous in terms of this time of the season. Um, so yeah, I, I I couldn't recommend him as an option trading him in if you have him already. Um, I think you just still hold and cross your fingers and hopefully he he comes good and you can at least give you some some decent scores while he is nursing that knee injury. And they do have a good run as well, so. I wouldn't rule it out that he comes out and pumps out a, a decent score, even if he is a bit hampered. But I couldn't recommend trading him in um, when we're at the, you know, we're starting to get to the point where we want to get those best twenty-two guys. Yep. Sorry, I just burped into the microphone. <laughs> These Frodo Arvo beers going down well. Yeah, he comes straight back up. All right, let's do maybe two more, and then we'll sign out here. Okay. Hit um, me with one. All right, I'll hit you with one. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so. Which two should you pick out of Devin, Johnson, and Windhager? This is more a memory test because I went through this earlier. But <laughs> where would you go in terms of um, Devin from Brisbane? I'm assuming that's well, Devin, uh, you Matthew save, Johnson and Windhager. I'm going uh, Devin because you're going to save you're going to save close to 100k. I think they're from Johnson and yep. even more maybe from Windhager. Um, uh, no, Windhager's a bit, little bit less. Yeah, he's bit less. Uh, and then I think uh, we spoke. You mentioned before that um, his job security might be all right there with um, Lions just omitting themselves left, right, and centre. Um, yeah, I'd I'd be going Matthew Johnson and Devin Robertson out of those two, and leaving Windhager. Yeah, off. I'd be interested to see what that person's team looks like because I, I I feel like downgrading to the the really cheap guys gets you where you need to go this week. But definitely Johnson. Johnson looked good last week. It was a good home. You got another boys, one for me? Let me just... Boys, me, which one is Mitch and which one is Luke? Which one is Mitch and which one is Luke? I'm Luke. You're Mitch. I'm Luke and you're Mitch. Figure it out for yourself, should, guys. Should... <laughs> yeah, fuck. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we need to be more explicit at the start. Just let I do introduce that well, on you do actually. You every say time. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chicken lentil soup. I've, he's, well, a, he's a follower of the show. I, I, I think don't, he's just... He's just trying to work out who Casey is, yeah, I think. Yeah. So. Um, will Day to Anderson or Rackens to Crouch? I think it's definitely <laughs> Rackens to Crouch in this one. Um, so, yes. Um, yeah, I think clearly... You, you just hold Will Day. I think he's he's had a few down games, but I think he's going to be 90s moving forward. So, um, Rackens, he can go <laughs> for me. Um, oh, sorry. I <laughs> put Fallon there. I thought it was just you asked me the question. He's thanked you because I didn't give him anything, which is fair. To be fair, Fallon, I'd be asking Mitch all the questions. Um, are we wrapping it up? Let these yeah. people go. And Let's wrap with it up teams. here, guys. Thank you very much for checking it out. Um, let us know uh, in on Twitter, on the comments below, what you're doing with your captains, what you're doing with your trade-ins, and uh, how you are looking for round 14. Hopefully, it's a good one for everyone. Hopefully, I'm still on my high horse. Come next week, we will see. But until then, next time, guys, we'll catch you later. Bye. Sydney over Brisbane. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.